Oh, yes, of course. Um, hi. Welcome to Vaginance. We're very happy to be here and to be your vaginantial advisors. <laughs> vaginantial advisors. <laughs> Copyright pending. Yeah, so today we have anything to talk about? Um, I'm trying to think of things that I backstock. Um, I definitely backstock tampons. Mm. And I just put them everywhere because I'm like, you never know when you're going to need it. So I have it like in every suitcase and every backpack, like in my bathroom. There's just tampons everywhere. <laughs> What's your tampon of choice? I use the OB ones because I feel like they're the least wasteful of the tampon, traditional tampons. I've been meaning to switch to a Diva Cup for ages and just haven't taken the plunge. I'm it a- is a plunge. It- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Julie. <laughs> um, I exclusively use period panties at this point in my life, and it's the best thing in the world. I did. I went day. to Alana Glazer's stand-up here in Austin, and she gave a pair of Spanx away to every member of the audience. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. It was like a little redemption code. It wasn't like she handed yeah. us underwear, but like it was a code to go on the website and get a free pair. So I do have one pair. Did Have you tried it? Do you like it? Yeah, I like them. I love. The I think that you're underwear. not supposed to put them in the dryer, right? You There's, are right. I think oh. I did that. I do it. I did that. I we've or done it a, not a with couple the times. bounce sheet, anyways. Yeah, because it'll fuck them up, makes them not absorbent. Yeah, yeah. You you can put things through the dryer. I mean, I'm sure they would prefer you not to, but like when you when you wash towels and you dry towels, you don't use a bounce sheet because it reduces the absorbency. I think it's the same thing with the. Period panties. Well, I've had these period underwears for like six years and I always dry them and it's been fine. All right. Well, here's my thing. I think that my period might be a little too intense at times for Mm. that to be sufficient. To be like just solo underwear. Yeah. Well, now if you go on the site, they have like underwear that holds like up to four tampons worth of blood. What? All right. And some like. Maybe I need to revisit the idea then. I have really heavy periods and I love the period underwear, but I do on my heavier days, I will wear a diva cup and the period underwear because like I literally before the period underwear, every single time I have my period, I would wake up in a pool of blood or like at least blood on my sheets somewhere. Like it was just unavoidable and it was fucking terrible and like i i like dreaded having my period because i knew Mm. it was gonna like ruin my sheets or something it's just so much work you're like Mm. already hormonal and tired and irritable and then you're just like now i have to do all of this work Mm. like rewash my sheets yeah exactly or i'm tired and i want to go to bed i I actually change out whatever period product i'm i lose sleep on my period because i'll wake up and Mm -hmm. be like oh god and like run in the bathroom you and can turns feel out it's it. nothing. Yeah. Or sometimes it is, but sometimes it isn't. But I yeah. just like, I'll wake up every two or three hours just to be like, oh, I need to run in the bathroom. Yes, it, it's like psychological. Yeah. Like oh, just the like, thought of like staining your yeah, sheets so like, wakes you up. Not only are you on your period in a bad mood, but you're also now losing sleep yeah. over it. Um, but yeah, so the, I will revisit the period panties for sure. That's my homework for next time I, is to... Oh. Because uh, I also don't have regular periods, and I'm having to force start this current one with drugs, oh. and those are fucking me up, man. I'm so, so sorry. I should be having a period in about seven days. Maybe that's enough time to. What sort of drugs? Hormones. Okay. But normally I don't. Uh, we talked last time about birth control. Yeah, I was I wondering usually... why you lied to us. 
<laughs> well, it's not uh, for birth I, control. It's not for birth control. I don't have regular periods, and apparently that's not good for you. Why? Um, if you have like cells that should not be there for long mm-hmm. periods of time that are sticking around, can increase your chances of getting cancer, and it's generally just bad for your health to not have regular periods. Your hormone cycle gets all wonky. And can cause other issues like people with polycystic ovarian syndrome don't have regular periods and it causes all kinds of issues like weight gain and um, some of them become like insulin. I forget what can affect your insulin resistance. I'm going to fuck it up. Don't publish my non-scientific discussions so people (laughs) don't write me horrible emails about how I'm wrong about everything. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it's just good for you to have regular periods so my ob gen's like if you don't have a period for two months you need to have one so i just keep a little pill bottle of progesterone at my house and then whenever i haven't had a period for two months Mm -hmm. then i take it the longest i ran without having a period was almost a year holy shit because at that time i was like this is great yeah yeah how terrible was the next one that you had to i don't i blacked it out yeah I blacked See, out for that six months. I was always under the impression um, that you don't need to have a period to be healthy. Like, I think if you're hormone assisted, right? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, there's some birth control that like does halt your period, like hormonal IUDs. Mm-hmm. Like a copper IUD, you'll still have your full like bleeding period. A hormonal IUD, you won't. You'll have a lighter period, a light like mm-hmm. spotting. Um, and I don't know if maybe spotting is enough to get rid of, like, to shed yeah, these cells that you're might talking. Be enough. Yeah, maybe we should call my mom and have her on the show. We should absolutely. Oh my! My God. mom is an OB Jen. That would be incredible. Um, she loves answering questions. So if you start writing down some questions, my mom will be on our show. They're all up. If you want to talk about lady stuff, um, but even she tells me not to go more than two months without having my period. So I'm currently kickstarting one right now. I think I'm on day five. And it takes 12 days of taking progesterone to make it happen. And I've done it before and been totally fine, but I got a new brand or whatever of progesterone. And it's like, I feel drunk when I take it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like wasted. Like my brain's not working right. I like couldn't even walk straight the other day. And then I took a four hour nap. Wow. I was like, what the fuck is this? So now I had to change it because with progesterone, it's very time sensitive. Yeah. I was supposed to take it the same time every day. I was taking like noon with lunch. <laughs> I had to change it to not be during working hours. Wow. Oh, <laughs> so if anybody was doubting just how powerful the hormones are on our behavior. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Crazy. I can't take hormones during the work day. <laughs> wow. And I it is... At least nice that when you're two months without a period, you don't have to have a panic attack about being pregnant. Yeah, although, you know, if you go a year without having a period, despite never having had sex with a man, you still question things. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the Virgin Mary? (laughs) Did I black out at a party and don't remember it? Mm. Was I in a hot tub where someone else was recently having fun in the hot tub? Did I touch something shady semen before I got in the shower? Like, you know, you just start going through all these things. I've never had sex with a guy, but what if I'm pregnant? I don't know who the dad is because it was from a fucking hot tub. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Maggie the scientist. (laughs) Your Google search history during that period of time must be hilarious. My Google search history throughout my life is quite weird. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
on our next I could publish episode. a book about it, yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm like, should I private go in a private browser just in case anyone goes back and looks at my search history at some point? Or the next version of Everybody Lies comes out and there's a random yep. search thing in there that's like, but you know what the least search thing is? And we haven't quite honed in on who this individual was that searched this. <laughs> just one person searched this, but they searched it a lot. I, gar- <laughs> I guarantee you... Can I get pregnant from hot tub semen is a well searched top 25. (laughs) Yeah. So no, I mean, I don't think those things are realistic. I am a scientist. Those thoughts are also there where I'm like, I'm being ridiculous right now. But when you haven't had, when you're a young, like 20, 21 year old. Right. And you haven't had a period in almost a year. You're like, what if, what if, what if something's going, what if this happened? What do I do? Why well, like, and the other thing is, is that I've, I'm not a super thin person. So I was like, do you remember that show where they like have babies? They didn't even know what yes, they were pregnant. Pop yeah. Yes. I was like, yes. what if I'm eight months pregnant? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I'm like, I was, I was in college partying. I was like, I have been heavily drinking the past eight months like there's a lot of doomsday scenarios that went through my head so you're like oh it must be a relief to know no it was not a relief at all <laughs> Becca said, yeah. oh becca <laughs> becca said what a relief no it was never a moment of relief you always also assume you're pregnant yes <laughs> i am pretty I'm excited wording my mom on the podcast you're like, you're a fucking idiot don't <laughs> tell people this publicly like <laughs> No, I am pretty excited about the fact that I believe Texas is reassessing their sexual education curriculum. Really? Seems right hard now. to believe. Where they're just going to get rid of it entirely. <laughs> there is Don't no have sex. sex. <laughs> that would be better than the abstinence only shame based curriculum yeah. that landed many it's of true. our peers in high school pregnant. Mm. Yeah. Yes. We're, many of us are very lucky that we didn't get pregnant because we were never educated on how to protect yourself from that. And not having sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, a lot of, I'm kind of mind blown. Like, I cannot imagine having a child in this day and age, but there's so many young people that I feel like are having sex at 14 and 15. And I was so terrified of, like, even admitting I liked someone at that age. Like, how do you even get from that point to that point? I don't know. People, the young kids are much more advanced they these have, days. They have like any question they could ever think at the at their fingertips now. You know what I mean? Like even as a friend, I now. knew all the information. Like I, but I would never, like I could never admit to someone that I liked them when I was a teenager. What? If I'm someone came up to me as a teenager and was like, we should have sex, I'd like lose it. <laughs> Your brain <laughs> just. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, I actually had very thorough um, sexual education in Canada before relocating to Texas for the rest of high school. That explains so much. I still consider myself very, very lucky to have not ended up pregnant, even with the education. I do have this very distinct memory because our health class um, in grade nine was taught by one of the English teachers, so like for part of a semester, it, was, it turned into health class. And they bring out like all of the different contraceptive methods. And when she opened the female condom, she's like holding it over her hand. You know, it's like a very large mm-hmm. tubular thing and just lube just dripping no. all over her arm. Gross. Oh, no. <laughs> 
She was a very brave lady. Yeah, teaching brave for sure. Teaching a bunch of rural Canadian cowboy kids that. I'm lucky in that I I got a I mostly self-administered decent sex education because there were so many medical textbooks in my house and I enjoyed reading them. Mm. Um, however, even knowing about how sex worked as a teenager, that just terrified me even more away from sex. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not thinking that scientific literature is really the place to go for being comfortable with <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah, like it's fair. Like amazing level of education, but when it comes to connecting with another human and doing that. Yeah, there's definitely not the uh, human behavior aspect added into it. It's just anatomy textbooks mostly. Let's talk about sex. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Um, Today I got my IUD replaced. That's the big news. That's the headline. Um, For those of us that have experienced getting an IUD in, it was very similar to that. It was a little bit not, I think it wasn't quite, well, okay, the inserting wasn't quite as bad, but you get the added discomfort of, like, the removal. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's, like, an, basically the same. I don't know. But it's very uncomfortable. But now I'm fine. I'm just cramping and bleeding. But And it's, like, weird blood. It's not usual blood because I'm not on my period. Mm. It's, like... I've been injured blood. Yes. And my body's like, oh, ow, no. (laughs) Don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I got my IUD in for, like, I've only had it in once. Like, it was the first time. Um, And the insert was fine. I was like, oh, no, this is, like, not that big of a deal. I've, like, fucking crushed it. Like, we're great. And then that night, I woke up, and it was just, like, it felt like someone... There was a tiny human inside my body stabbing me <laughs> over and over again with a knife in my uterus. And I just like uncontrollably sobbed, but was also trying not to make noise because I didn't want to wake up Joey. And he obviously woke up because I was just like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like in so much pain. And I just like had never hated him more than that. <laughs> because I was just like, I did this for you. <laughs> You're not even worth it. You're not worth the pain. <laughs> like, why don't you get an IUD, you piece of shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, I know. <laughs> So I, I know how you feel. It's pretty bad. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's not the cramping isn't as bad as the first time. Yeah, I think it's everything's meant to be just not as bad as the first time. Yeah. So, well, I have a very specific memory of a really bad period that I had. I think it was freshman in college. I was like eighteen, and I went to an art museum with some foreign exchange students trying to be very cool. Mm. And I literally ended up in the fetal position in the lobby no. while they went to the museum. And I was like, leave me. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's awful. Leave me. Oh and like, I don't, I didn't go into the museum at all. I just sat in the lobby and was Aww. like cramping in pain. That's horrible. I would like to think that an IUD is maybe more painful, but close to as painful as that. Because I was, yeah, I and I don't want to experience that ever again. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm just trying to relate to you is what I'm saying. <laughs> Maggie the lesbian. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I imagine it's very similar. Like, yeah, just fucking... You know, stabs. So, no stabbing. So grabbing. But she was like also jerking off. <laughs> jerking off. Stabbing. Like, in not the- in the right spot at all. It was behind your thigh. <laughs> uh, also, the first time you get an IUD, not only is it exceptionally painful and terrible for at least a day afterwards, but it was so painful and you still made that decision that you are just in fear that your body's going to eject it and you're going to have yes, to go through it totally. again. Like you're just going to boop. Mm-hmm. Have you guys toilet. seen that photo of the baby that's born holding his mother's IUD? No. Yes. It's yes. kind of hilarious. That cannot be real. It I'm is real. It's not embedded in serious? his skull. I like I feel like that's something you would see in like the photoshopped like anti-abortion ads where it's like this could happen Jesus finds a way (laughs) (laughs) oh how that must have been so painful for her yeah I'm sure it was not a good time like sure it was not a good time you have an IUD baby so first of all you didn't want this fucking baby and now so you, that's pretty painful you got the baby rubbing it and, in your and, fucking yeah, second face. of all your baby's a dick <laughs> your baby's a fucking <laughs> asshole holding it up and tr- triumphantly like i fucking got past this bitch mm. uh, if i recall i feel like i read the profile of the woman and or w- one of the women who's had a child even though they had an iud and when she found out she was pregnant. Obviously, she went in for the ultrasounds because if you get pregnant and the IUD is still in there, that can often cause a lot of complications. And they couldn't find the IUD. Oh, my God. The baby ate it. Well, they assumed that she had ejected it. Jesus. And they didn't realize it was still in there until the baby was born and the IUD did come out. Wow. birth. But seriously, it's amazing that, like, it doesn't become, like, a part of their lungs or something. Because it could – I don't know how that happens. Very active babies swimming around with a weapon, of course. They're they're bound to stick themselves in the eye or something, you would think. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to speak in a scientific way without actually knowing the knowledge, but there is the, what, it's called embryonic sac yeah. around mm-hmm. the baby, which I would think mm-hmm. would keep the IUD out until the time of birth. That's a really good scientific point. Thank you, scientist Maggie, and for reminding think, us of reality. Yeah, I think I think in this particular <laughs> instance really where we're seeing the baby holding children. the IUD, like he must have grabbed it after the embryonic sac broke. I, I would imagine that they did that for the photo op. Like I think it came out with all of the yeah, birth that's probably stuff, true. and also. then they thought that was hilarious because obviously the mother had come to terms with the fact that she was having a child. And yeah. so wanted to take the the funny picture with the Get baby that holding IUD. The IUD. <laughs> but to Becca's point, I don't think that an IUD can grow into a baby. But like even still, like if you, I accept that as truth. But <laughs> no. It's hard to imagine because like, you know, your uterus is like a, li- a little triangle kind of. And the IUD takes up the entirety of it. Like as far as like, it, it's not, it doesn't fill it, but it does like reach its edges add this to the questions from my mom i will this is top of the list so like even if a little 
a little ovum drops and, and gets fertilized and it develops an embryonic sac, it's still like competing with this big fucking metal or plastic tea that's taking up all this space. Well, life here's the other thing. If you have life enough disruption early on, then it probably will never even turn into a baby. True. My friend has an IUD baby, by the way. She had an IUD and now has a baby. <laughs> and the baby's totally chill? Baby's totally chill. All right. Yeah. Well, as chill as a baby can be. Yeah, as chill as a... I, I'm sure a healthy level of chill, I hope. Oy, terrifying. I saw my mother yesterday, and she told me that she had a nightmare, like maybe the night before, that she was pregnant. Oh! Jesus. Oh, my God. It the never ends. panic in those, her eyes. Those <laughs> never end, no matter how old you get. Like, I'm pretty sure my mother does not have a uterus anymore. <laughs> That would She's be extra still having scary. pregnancy nightmares. That means it's a demon baby. Demon baby. If she doesn't have the necessary equipment. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Maybe there is something to be concerned about. Maybe. That's why having an IUD, I always said if I had, like, I'd have to abort the baby because it's definitely a demon if it can survive. I Can I disagree with you on that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a similar thought when I went so long without getting having a period and i was like oh yeah. I'm a, maybe i'm pregnant if i am pregnant it's most certainly going to be a demon baby therefore i have to carry it to term that's what the baby wants <laughs> <laughs> because i i need to be the mother of a demon baby that is very rosemary's baby of yes, you it is who could be a better mother to a demon than me you would be incredible <laughs> that's true you would turn its little heart to gold though it wouldn't be a demon anymore. I mean, hey, if the apocalypse is happening, you want to be at the center of it. That's true. What is that show? Um, Ghostbusters. It came out. No, it came out like last year. It's from a book with the British dude who played one of the doctors in Doctor Who. David Tennant? Yes. Oh, um, Good Omens? Yes. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did. That reminds me of Good Omens because they have a son who is what satan incarnate or the devil mm -hmm. or some kind of demon i think yeah. he's he's a major demon or yeah. something but he's like a sweet kid yeah he's like very it's sweet whole until novel he gets about his this. like demon dog and then but even then he's pretty sweet yeah the good place has some good demons too Mm-hmm. oh yeah they're hilarious see not all demons are bad demons are merely making a buffy comeback. will tell you that too in buffy not all demons are bad okay i'll be more open-minded about my IUD baby. <laughs> <laughs> and usually demons, good looking. That's what you want in a baby. <laughs> yeah, because they've got to they've got to trick you, you know, into like following them. So normally they're good looking. Yeah. Do y'all remember? <laughs> sorry, they were, I am back on periods. Do y'all remember the first time that you like bled through in public? If you have, yes. I just assume we all have. I do. Yeah, I think I I was probably junior high. I think I went home from school. Nice. Did I anyone went to the nurse's office and catch like, you, or did you figure it out? I think I figured it out, and then immediately it was like nurse's office, and then I like call my mom, like, "Come get me, please." Oh, it's not that exciting of a story. Yeah, it's a great story. <laughs> I was in fifth grade, and I it was my phase where I was wearing really baggy pants, like really really baggy pants, and I. Because they were so baggy, the way the fabric was like sitting on my um on my leg, the the period stain was like lower down on my leg, hmm. not like right oh. here. So it was like right here. 
um, like, like lower down my almost. thigh, almost behind the knee. So I literally went the rest of the day. I went to the bathroom, which, by the way, is like you. There's no like there's no private, private stalls. stalls. So like I went into the bathroom, took my pants off, oh. and washed out as much as I could in the sink, knowing full on anyone could walk in. Yeah, and then uh, no one did. And then I dried them. Are you them bleeding here, y'all? Because <laughs> we our classroom was right next to the bathroom, so I was like, I'm just gonna sneak in like in the middle of class, like when everyone's in class. Uh, so I did that and I uh, washed it out as much as I could. And then I um, used like the blow dryer, hand dryer thing to dry it out as much as I could. But there was still like, there was still a stain. And then I put it, my pants back on and then I like tucked the fabric in. Nice. I literally walked the rest of the day with like all Aww. of my fabric bunched up between my legs no. so that no yeah. one would see. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. Again, you're already on your period mm. dealing with that. You're irritable, you're tired, and it's just more work. And when you're 12, everything is embarrassing. Yes. Oh, everything. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember a distinct like first experience in that way, but I have memories of definitely having that happen and felt feeling so lucky that we lived in the time of um, tying the hoodie around the waist. Yes. Yeah. So I've done like, you know, too. in a Definitely. pinch. I mean, harder in Texas in the heat. That is yeah, nice. just pro, pro tip. Tie that just around. always have a hoodie with you. Bring As that young fashion girls, back. Yes. Always have a hoodie with you. Always have a blood-stained red hoodie. Yeah, like a maroon card. <laughs> the color of <laughs> deep period blood. I, I remember. That's a good tip. That is- <laughs> We should start selling period hoodies on our podcast. <laughs> oh, that would make me so happy. Um, I have pins that I wanted to give y'all. I went through this phase of ordering and designing random objects. Went through? Um, I'm still in the phase. Clarify. Side in the phase. I just wait for a vis. Oh, that's a that is totally a gazingas pin. Anytime Vista Print has a major sale, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna order some weird mugs. <laughs> uh, and I have a bunch of pins that are just really floral and they just say period sex and all that. I found caps. a bunch of them in the house the other day. I know I brought them out because I wanted to give them to y'all and I got distracted. But and then I wanted to talk to see if anyone even liked period sex. But um yeah, wait, I was saying about something before. Hiding your period. Yeah, I definitely have a, my, the first one I remember was sixth grade in gym class. Like we'd had, I, I've actually, this is one of my proudest moments, um, as a little, as a little child, but, uh, we had had lab earlier that day and then we had gym class and it was when it was co-ed gym, I guess. When, and I just remember we were jogging in a circle. <laughs> That's what we did, I guess. Sounds like gym class. Yeah. And I was jogging with my friend and this girl, um, <laughs> whose name I won't repeat, uh, came up to me. She was like a hot girl, right? As much as you can be like a hot girl in sixth yeah. grade when you're 11. And she was like, hey, Becca, just so you know, you're period blood through. And I was like, actually, just so you know, I sat in iodine earlier because we had like played with iodine in the lab, but I hadn't. I definitely just bled through and wow, thought quick, about it. Quick on thought. The Damn, girl. Impressive. And, so, and she's like, oh, OK, I'll go tell everyone. Because <laughs> we were talking about it. Exactly. That's the implication. Oh, my God. So another pro tip. Know your science, ladies, young ladies. <laughs> actually, <laughs> Man, Becca, you've just been kill it, crushing the lies. Since, <laughs> That's since what can school. be on the hoodie. 
Oh, it should. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in iodine earlier. Actually, yeah. <laughs> and, but more recently when I got, <laughs> this is more embarrassing. When I got my first IUD put in, I didn't know that you would bleed like a lot. And I like didn't, I was feeling really uncomfortable. So instead of driving from South Austin, I like stopped <laughs> at a coffee shop um, and I was only going to sit and like get a drink for a second, but then a friend had randomly came in at the same time and I was like, oh, that's great. We'll just both work. Um, cause I was, could work remotely. I had taken like a half day. And so I just sat there and worked on this fabric chair for a couple hours. <gasps> and then I stood up and I had bled on the chair. It was not like a little bit. Oh. I like blood on the chair and I like was <laughs> in this situation I was like I don't know what the right <laughs> I don't run know away do. and I ran <laughs> Send away them a nice email later <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do like do you go and tell the I poor barista like hey man <laughs> I feel like the barista wouldn't also know how to handle that I don't know I I so I like got napkins <laughs> and I like kind of sat on the napkins to like absorb as much so that yeah and then I like absorbed as much from the chair as I could and but like tried to do it subtly so it wasn't obvious I was cleaning blood off this chair and then I just loved (laughs) so if you're a barista and you're hearing this it was at summer moon and that was me summer is the perfect coffee place though to bleed through your chair why? I because mean, the I name agree. Summer Moon feels like oh, a place that oh. women would get their you're periods so right. and bleed through their chair through the chair. You're so right. You can't. Oh, you're name your, You cannot name your coffee shop Summer Moon and not expect at least one bitch in Austin. <laughs> the, the moon milk triggered out my free chair. bleed. <laughs> the delicious sugary moon milk triggered my free bleed. <laughs> exactly. This is not a period story, but it is a story about me bleeding all over things that weren't mine. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> um, I went and I was like, I don't know, like 23 or something. So fully grown adult was playing laser tag and the laser tag room is very dark and it was a really janky laser tag place we're playing at too. I won't name it. And, but I get very intense about things and like laser tag scares the shit out of me. I'm like terrified the whole time. And so my adrenaline's very high. I didn't notice that I had like rubbed my hand on a wall and cut my hand open on like a fucking nail and that I had been bleeding Almost the entire laser tag oh round my God. until I got out of the laser tag where there was light and my like whole right arm was just like drenched in blood. Oh and then I was like, oh shit, my like laser tag gun and like little vests that you wear are probably just covered in my blood. And so I tried to go back in and I was like, hey, whatever gun 52, like you need to clean that one. And they're like, we already started a new game. <laughs> and, and like some little kid came out and oh I was like, gosh. if you were holding gun 52, don't worry. That's my blood. I'm clean. And this little child just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> screaming. And I was like, I got my blood on a child. <laughs> well, they wow. should really be wiping those guns down between games. Oh, absolutely. Play. I hope they are now with, well, I don't know. Is laser tag not, even open yeah, at this probably, point? I hope they're not open. Anyway, I I bled all over laser tag. Wow. Wait, how long ago was that? A couple years ago. That's amazing. Twenty. You said you were twenty three. A couple years. Just you know, a year or two. You still live in, live in the golden <laughs> days. <laughs> it's I just all got uh, past a certain. What was that? Okay. Twenty fourteen ish. 
Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. I feel like time is very elastic as an adult in your memory. (laughs) In January, on January 2nd, it's going to be my 10-year anniversary of living in Austin. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Really? Yeah. What are we going to do to celebrate? I don't know. Move? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Wait, no, you well, can't leave you're not <laughs> gonna be in Austin, Taylor. So I just, oh. I just passed my thirteenth anniversary. Congratulations! You're How what? did you get here in ten years? And I've been here for thirteen. Uh, I went to school at Texas A and M. I know, but were you? Did you not go all four years? Yeah, I graduated early. Oh, okay. There you go. Nice math. Hmm. <laughs> That's why I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, heavy on the vag this week out of the uh, vaginance. I felt it was necessary. We need an even balance. Yeah. True. Cool. Well, um, I guess until next time, hopefully I have fewer cramps next time we talk. Hopefully we all do. Hopefully I've had a period. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I might be doomsday pregnant with a demon. Um, that would you be look awesome. forward to carrying. <laughs> I look forward to carrying awesome. with. It will be a very attractive demon child. Yeah.